0: What do you do when you and a driver see a woman in white with no pupils? What do you do when you come across an old man in the middle of the night deep in the woods with what looks like is walking a dog-faced rat? What do you do when you're out with your friends from work and someone says they spotted you somewhere else when you were clearly with your friends having a good time? All of this coming up for you on today's episode of Unexpected Hauntings. Get ready for an eye-opening podcast that will have you on the edge of your seat. These stories have been approved by my friends to be told, and now they will be shared with you. Now listen, if you dare. What's going on, everyone? Ben Shields here, and you're listening to... Unexpected Hauntings. And that's right, everyone. Uh, welcome to... Um, I believe this is episode 4 of uh, Season 2 Unexpected Hauntings for you guys. I hope that everyone is doing okay out there with this COVID crisis that is going on right now and um, hopefully these uh, bonus episodes for you guys in between these episodes on the podcast will um, give you some relief, if you will, um, and uh, give you... A little bit of a flashback, like I said in the promo video, of um, what season one had to offer, and uh, it wasn't too crazy of a season uh, because, of course, everything was new. So learning, learning as we go, of course, because it's um, not a profitable podcast, but it's more of a just listen to and having fun podcast, of course. Um, and of course, maybe once, once this grows more then I can do more for you guys, add more episodes, um, do more content for you guys for, if you will, uh, videos and interviews and all that jazz. Um, but I just wanted to just take a moment and thank you guys for taking a moment and listening to this podcast. Um, it, the audiences have been great. It's been, um, I've been really excited about how Unexpected Haunting has been growing since we've been airing on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So keep listening to us on Apple Podcast and Spotify, if you will. Write us a review on there as well. And of course, always, if you want, um, write into UnexpectedHaunting739 uh, at gmail.com, that's unexpectedhauntings739 at gmail.com we'd love to hear your stories and as always during the story time after the stories um, we always say that if you have a story that's related to this or that you can relate to um, write in and let us know we'd be very interested to see um, what you guys think but uh, anyways without further ado The first story Uh, It's the woman in the white dress And um, this one kind of caught me off guard when I was reading it It was pretty bizarre and unbelievable As uh, she wrote in in the story So here we go This happened just yesterday So it's fresh in my mind I'm not quite sure what to think of it Because it was just so bizarre and unbelievable I might have just been sleep deprived. So last night, at maybe 2300, I was walking around my block. My town is relatively safe, but I didn't feel in danger. Plus, it was a pretty night. I had been walking for around five minutes when a pale woman with blonde hair and a white dress caught my eye from across the street. She was about my height and looked to be around my age, too. I didn't actually pay attention to her after I first noticed her while I circled the block again. She was on the same street a couple feet in front of me. She was standing on the curb staring at my car, at the cars passing by. It was a main road so even the late people were still driving on it. I said hello to her and she turned her gaze to me. I couldn't see her face super well, but from what I saw, she had no pupils or color in her eyes. She just stared at me. After a while, I asked if she was okay. She didn't respond again and simply pointed at the road. I was simply confused and didn't understand. Right as a red car started coming down the road, she stepped onto the road. The car slammed into her and it was a bloody mess. The driver immediately stopped and jumped out. It was a man in his mid-twenties. We both spoke about it, freaking out. He called the police and went around the car to see the state of the girl. Once I circled around the car, she was gone. Not gone as in dead, gone as in she just wasn't there. The blood on the road was gone, but not gone from this car. After the police arrived, they concluded that it was some big hoax of a kid who didn't know... What they were talking about and some guy who went along with it. The blood on the truck was brought into investigation only to be found as paint. Nothing else was put put about it. I'm still not sure if what happened was real. It felt so real but I don't believe in the paranormal. I don't know what it was. If If it was just a dream or if it was real. I remember it like it was real. I feel like I can't leave the house now, I don't understand anything how, I don't, sorry, I don't understand now, and I kind of feel like I'm going crazy, has anyone else experienced something like this, wow, so, um, so, the guy's just driving along, right, jamming out to his music, whatever. Um, could be listening to Justin Bieber, who knows, um, just driving down the road and, um, you know, hits a girl see, <laughs> sees blood everywhere, gets out of the damn car, little walks around, lo behold, there's nothing there. I mean, damn that, that would just, I don't know what I would do if that happened, but, um, what would you guys do? Um, of course, um, you can... I think you can comment... Um, as you go... Through this... Um, through this episode... Or you can just email me... If you guys have had an experience like that... Um, very interesting stuff... I mean this just... Crazy how that can happen... And she doesn't know if it was real or not... And... Um, really if you have... Another eyewitness... Then that really helps... So... If I were her... I would try and um, piece it together and see if she could find that person maybe it's someone that lives close to her um, because she said that she lived in her apartment right Um, so yeah that I would definitely do that if I were her I would just look for that person and get clarification on that um, for real because that's (laughs) that's just fucking mind-blowing that um, you would hit a car or hit hit a person my bad hit hit a blonde girl with no pupils (laughs) and um, blood everywhere and you know police just knock it off as paint pulling a prank Um, which in today's world that could happen Um, you know with cops they do what they want, I mean, they, they do um, what they need to do, of course, keep us safe and everything, so, you know, if they think it's a hoax, that could very well happen, and uh, not many police officer officers believe in the paranormal, or the ones that I've come across um, with family members or such, they don't really believe um, in the paranormal, which is, you know, I guess understandable. But anyways, right in if you guys have an experience like that. Um, be interesting to hear about. But anyways, uh, the next story came in. It's a camping story, which you know, camping stories are always pretty fun. They can they can either be fun or they can go south. And apparently, in this story, it went south. So here we go. A little backstory. My name is Tessa. I'm 14. I live in Minnesota and go to this one campground up in north. Up north in the kind—sorry, she worded this wrong or weird. I live in Minnesota and I go to this one campground up north in the kind of middle of nowhere. I've gone to that campground for 11 years and still go there to this day. It's been open for only a year or two before I started going there. My mom is really popular there. We knew everyone. They always have. They're were always having a party or staying up till one, 1 o'clock drunk as fuck. This particularly night haunts me forever. Me and my friends Chloe were best friends. She was the shy brunette and I was the wild blonde. She always had the thing where she never liked sleepovers. This one night, me and her planned on having a sleepover in a text outside her actual camper. Our parents did not stay out late that night for some reason. We had a fire and did regular camping things. It was about one when we decided to go in this shower house with showers and bathrooms. It was one of the best campgrounds in North America. It's a fact, not my opinion, actually. So we were in the shower. House planning to just hang out because the shower house and the lodge is the only place that has the Wi-Fi. My data was not working because it was in the middle of nowhere, so we plan on staying there till 3 AM. We are at about 2 AM and we need chargers. We go back to the camper and grab our chargers and on our way back outside the door for some reason Sorry. It's weird. On our way back, we're outside the door for some air before we go inside. Okay, I think what they were saying is... Sorry, guys, I'm having to kind of decipher this <laughs> a little bit. Um, um, It looks like, okay, they were trying to get some air before they go back inside. Okay, they were trying to get some air before they go inside um, the bathhouse. Chloe's on her phone and around the corner behind her is an old guy or maybe a woman that looks to be 100 years old and is walking a rat, looks like one at least. I scream and tell her that I see the guy has a crazy smile on him. We run as fast as out, long legs let us about two steps till we get inside. I start crying because I'm scared and she's freaking out because she does not know What was just behind her back. The plug-in and chargers. And hesitate to call either of our parents. We feel like they would get really mad at us. And not even believe us. And we were out till 3am. We were not even supposed to be up past 1. On the night. So now we're freaking the fuck out. And ready to just bust the door. We've been in for about an hour. And we saw we've been in there for about an hour at this point past the time we saw the creepy old man and we hesitated to open the door but end up opening the door I'm thinking that we're going to die and we run out of the door and as I turn around I see the creepy old man with something that looks like a knife in his hand right around the corner of where we almost got stabbed to this day we almost always remember this night P.S. Our parents believed us and was not mad. Was believed us and was not was mad at us for not calling them because I'm a huge fan. Oh, and it says, um, please share this and I hope that I get featured. Okay. Well, your story just got featured. Um, there, Tessa. Thank you for that story. Sorry, it's kind of jumbled up. Um, The wordage was kind of weird but damn so what would you do you're in a creepy ass um, campground right only Wi-Fi is um, you have to get outside go outside the camper and go to the bathhouse and this is at like 2 in the morning so um, I mean damn being a camper myself Uh, I know how eerie and, um, quiet it could be at night when you're deep in the woods. So, um, just that alone is pretty crazy. Um, plus add on to the person that you jump into that old person with a knife. Um, that's not, that's not the kind of camping trip you really want. (laughs) Um, and, uh, so that was Definitely a crazy story for her, for Tessa and for her friend um, that did the sleepover there. I'm pretty sure they probably didn't do a sleepover after that. They probably didn't do a sleepover for a while after that experience. But anyways, thanks again, Tessa, for that cool story. I will definitely tag this podcast episode um, and uh, hope that you enjoy listening to it. Um, again, if you guys, um, have an experience and even just a camping ghost story, um, write in on unexpected hauntings, uh, 739 at gmail.com and we will, um, share your stories on one of these episodes for you guys and, uh, give you the publicity that you need. And we want everyone's story to be told, even if it's crazy, crazy story. Um, This is a place where you can just let it all out And just share whatever you want With no discrimination or judgment Um, That's what Unexpected Hauntings is here for Um, Just for all these great stories And uh, crazy, bone-chilling stories That's what we like And uh, with that being said We're going to go into the next story Um, And it's called My Dad's Mystery and my my dad's creepy coworker. Um, which is pretty crazy because it's well you're you'll hear about it, but it's just basically a story about a guy that uh in the story it's his dad and they swear that he was in two places at once. Which could happen, um because there are such things called as doppelgangers. Um but anyways, let's jump into this story. I've had a lot of weird, unusual, or just downright creepy instances happen in my everyday life for as long as I can remember. It's not just me either. Several members of my family have shared some scary stories with one another down the years. What I'm about to tell you is completely unexplained mystery that happened to my dad in 1980 when he was 18 and it involved a night out with his best friends. And their girlfriends at the time, whose relationships didn't last long. It was not. It may not seem relevant, but the events in this story are one of the reasons for that. My dad grew up in Manchester, England in the 1970s. As my dad was looking for work and balancing university, he had a night out every Friday and Saturday night, usually with his friends, who I'll call Wayne, for privacy reasons. Despite my dad's thirst for alcohol, he never used drugs or smoked weed, even though his friends did. Wayne, my dad, and his girlfriends at the time arrived at the nightclub in Manchester, England one Friday night. None of the four were intoxicated yet, so the eagerness to get hammered kicked in. My dad bought the round of drinks, but before he could take a sip, he was bursting to use the restroom so he handed over the drinks to his friends and girlfriends while he went to go use the john. The club was not busy yet as it was only 11pm so the line for the toilet was very small. Security guards kept an eye on drug users and people falling asleep or being simply too drunk or wanting to fight in the bathroom. My dad did his business within a couple minutes, and after washing his hands, opened the door back to the dance floor to a pit in his stomach. The last song of the night was playing. This song played every night the club was about to close. My dad couldn't piece together what was going on. How could the last song of the night be playing? He asked the bartender for the time, and the bartender's watch was five minutes to 2 a.m. Stunned, my dad couldn't understand how a bathroom break for a couple minutes went by over four hours. He was slapped hard in the face by his then-girlfriend, accusing him of leaving the club to be with another girl. Even my dad's friend, Wayne, had a smirk on his face, eagerly awaiting to hear who the girl was. My dad was not amused, and he was extremely angry. Not understanding what was going on, was the was the whole club playing a joke on him? Did he fall asleep in the club? Wait, the security would have thrown him out if he was asleep. He couldn't process what was going on. He went home and took three shots of vodka, trying to calm down. To this day, my dad cannot figure out what happened that night, and 39 years later, he still swears to this day he was sober that night at the club months after the night he met my mom in the same nightclub his first time back questions will surround that night uh, surround that night at the club seem, seemingly forever was my dad abducted by aliens was he thrown into another dimension or did someone drug him and then bring him back to the club we'll probably never know what really happened but if something did I'm glad my dad doesn't remember it. Very eerie story. Um, because he swore that he was sober. And so he just goes into the restroom, right? Goes wash his hands. And, um, goes back out. Four hours have passed. I mean, damn. So that sounds like a gigantic time lapse to me. If, um... Uh, just hearing that... Um, which of course... There could be ex- explanations for that... Of course... Time warp... War, warp holes... Um, such like... St- such things like that... Um, could have happened... But it's very interesting how... Um, basically... He doesn't remember... What happened in between... So... What makes me wonder about that story Is what did he do In between that he doesn't remember um, Could be very interesting Because I know back um, Also in these serial killers Now I'm not saying that he's a serial killer But I'm just saying That some people that have the tendency um, Basically They can black out in their mind and not know what they're doing. And then about an hour later they'll be like, "Okay, you know, they'll snap back into reality and you know, an hour's passed and they don't even know what they did in that damn hour." So it's very crazy crazy thinking um cognitive uh development there. Um but anyways, guys, I think that's going to wrap up episode four of season two of unexpected hauntings thank you guys for joining in and uh i can't wait to get y'all's reviews and uh, get more stories in until then guys have a great night